This is another Astros podcast. Two, two. That is at the knee, strike three, and that is the ball game. Astros victorious over the Texas Rangers, winning this afternoon by a final of six to one. The take two out of three in the series. And we're joined now by our player of the game, Evan Gaddis, a two-run home run in the third inning. Has homered in each of the, the last two games. Uh, and four RBIs over your last two. You, you must be feeling pretty good at the plate right now. Yeah, man, I'm uh, trying to keep it rolling. Uh, I'm glad to uh, have some results. And, uh, you know, trying not to get too frustrated with uh, without being, you know, I'm not happy with my results at the start. But uh, trying not to freak out and uh, stay the course. Pretty good home run trot there, Evan. Uh, we timed you, and it was two minutes and 14 seconds. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Try to, try to soak it up, right? So you don't like the pitchers, or what are you trying to do there? Nah, man. I'm just <laughs> taking a stroll. <laughs> hey, Evan, you call your mom? Uh, I did. All right. What'd you call her? Ha! Mama. <laughs> That's what you call You call her mama? I do. All, All right, right, man. Keep swinging the bat. Hey, thanks, guys. Big Appreciate series it. coming up. All right, bye. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch, the manager today, before a three-game series with the Angels. This should be a lot of fun, both teams at the top of the division. Both teams playing pretty good baseball right now, AJ. It is, and it's a tough series. This is a really good team across the way, and, and we've played really good games against them. And, and if you don't make pitches, if you don't play defense, if you don't control the running game, they will exploit um, any mistake that you make and vice versa. We're going to do the same thing to them. So um, we're on their turf now, yeah. and, and it's a different – uh, different look to this ballpark. They got some new things that we got to deal with, but it's a uh, difficult opponent. Do you have to do anything different with the shorter right field fence here? Just hit it over it. If we're going <laughs> to, that's going to be my hope is that some of the boys reach the uh, the new dimensions, but um, not really. The, the way I look at it with the scoreboard right behind it, and you can tell there's a little bit of a gap. It's not as difficult as it looked on TV. It looks like it was along the, the scoreboard line, and it yeah. was going to be hard to know if it was gone or not, and how many replays are going to be played, but. At the end of the day, I hope our guys hit it over more than theirs. For you guys, you're getting more production out of the bottom of the lineup. And Gaddis pokes this one to left field, and that is a no-doubter. A two-run shot by Gaddis. Has he been looking better at the plate lately or what? On time with that fastball, and as soon as he gets that foot down, unleashes the barrel. And that's a thing of beauty. What's Evan been working on? Being ready to hit and not being so mechanical with his approach. You know, he's, he's a... Um, uh, kind of an ambush hacker, which sure. is an endearing quality for him with his bat-to-ball skills and his strength, and, and he can cover a lot of different pitches. And he's been a little careful at the plate, trying to be perfect, trying to get a perfect pitch, being a little passive. Um, and he's getting back to getting the bat off his shoulder, um, getting in that crouch position that, that we all know is, is very vintage Evan Gaddis, and yeah. the results the last couple games have been a lot more explosive. In your experience, when you see a guy tentative at the plate or maybe a little <clears throat> passive when they're usually not – does that mean usually in your mind that he's thinking more than usual? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. I think I think you can get a little bit too cerebral at the plate and, uh-huh. and less reactive. And, and when I see guys in between pitches, you know, the worst thing you can be as a hitter is yeah. is late on the fastball and early on the breaking ball. And that's what makes most of us managers and coaches and yeah. moved into some different role. But um, for our players, when they're missing both of them, they're just – they're not reacting and trusting their 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 bat to ball skills, and they're getting a little bit either they premeditate when they swing or they 
Uh, they get caught in between speeds. Dallas Keuchel pitching yesterday. I thought it was awesome. I mean, early on in the first inning, it looked like the Rangers had a, an approach to go the other way. <laughs> and then here comes the changeup. Here comes the 2-2. Changeup. Got him. Swing and a miss on DeShields. How about that changeup today for Keuchel? It's been He's, phenomenal. It has been. He's thrown it more than he has in any other start this year and getting results. And he used that changeup beautifully yesterday. His ability to adjust on the fly yeah. is beautiful. It's great. And, he, you know, he's he's not a one-trick pony, which is which yeah. is good. He doesn't just throw sinkers and let you dictate contact. When he's got a good sinker, it's good. You see a lot of ground balls. But last yesterday I thought he threw inside exceptionally well. I thought that set up the changeup. Um, he does read swings and read approaches. He's not going to get beat twice by the same style or the same approach. And that – um, vintage Dallas Keuchel in, in competing and playing the game, and he's got weapons when he uses them in the strike zone. He's 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 tough to beat. You and I are in your your manager's office about three and a half hours before the Rockets tip off, and you guys wanted to pay tribute to them yesterday. What'd you guys do? Well, we dressed up as as if we were we were um, you know basketball players. It was great. You know, we had the tearaway <laughs> pants and the jerseys, and Verlander brought a basketball and. <laughs> Um, guys lived it up and, and really enjoyed, um, you know, giving some, the Rockets some love. I mean, it's our city is is really on fire in the sports world. I mean, we win the World Series. The the Texans have made the playoffs a couple times the last couple of years. The Rockets have a chance to do something special. Um, it's great to be a sports fan. It's great for us to be able to show some support. And 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 I saw some Harden jerseys. I saw some old school Elijah Wan jerseys. Yeah. I saw some Chris Paul jerseys and then we all got into it. The old school Elijah Wan jersey, that was Lance McCullers. He's pitching tonight. What's he need mm-hmm. to do? I think he needs to pitch ahead and, and be able, he needs to find his breaking ball, which, you know, it, more so for his mind than anything. You're not going to get all these guys out on breaking balls, but when he's got that in his arsenal where he feels good about it, um, he feels invincible. And so I think if he can land some curveballs early in the game, these guys will give you strike one. They're not an aggressive team. So I, if he can throw strike one, let them expand on his breaking ball or his fastball or changeup. It's um, it's a good matchup for him. But the, you know, getting getting into pitchers counts is huge for most pitchers. Getting yeah. into pitchers counts for McCullers is paramount. All right, AJ. Good luck tonight. You got it. Thank you. Back with more Astro launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at ninety-seven? Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros. We just saw first pitches by a few Astros moms. Teresa Keuchel, uh-huh. Laste Altuve, Jackie Bregman, Sherry McCann, Sandy Bell Correa, Olga Gurriel. You're the former pitcher. Yeah. Who had the best arm? That's pretty easy. The one that didn't bounce it in there. And Dallas Keuchel's pitching today, so he didn't get a chance to catch that pitch from his mom. So Justin Verlander stepped in, and Teresa Keuchel fired a strike. Right to Justin Verlander, right on the money, about 82 miles per hour with good sync. There's a scouting report on, on Teresa Keuchel. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros starting pitcher Dallas Keuchel. Got the win yesterday, and yesterday was Mother's Day, and your mom, Teresa, got to throw out the first pitch, one of six moms of Astros players got to throw out the first pitch. You didn't get to catch it because, well, you were starting the game, so you were warming up. Uh, and your mom was the only one who, who didn't bounce it, so I'm sure you were impressed by that. Yeah, she she's uh, continually impressing me with with her uh, softball, baseball skills. Uh, and she'll, she'll be the first one to tell you that she was pretty good back in, back in her heyday. So do you get your arm from your mom or from your dad? I would say from my mom. Uh, my dad was... Uh, was a pretty good sprinter in high school. Um, 
and I, I I was fast until I hit a growth spurt, and then everybody else passed me. But um, de- I think definitely the from from what everybody back home says that I played against my mom or played with my mom uh, said she was pretty athletic. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. And you know, yesterday you you threw seven shutout innings, and Astros scored three runs in the third inning. And, and a lot of your starts this year, you haven't gotten a whole lot of run support. How much of a difference does it make when you get that cushion early? It it makes a huge difference. But through the course of a season, it's gonna it's all gonna average out. And yeah. I know that if we continue to pitch, you know, collectively as a, a starting staff and keep the team in the ball games, it's it's gonna play out like it should. And, and uh, the law of averages is is a great thing to think about whenever you're one in five like I was. So it's just keep on going. So 162 games is a long time, and sometimes it's even longer than what you would like. As a baseball fan and as a baseball player, you got to continually think about just how long it is. And if you do that, you'll, you'll be right on par with keeping everything in check. You threw more change-ups yesterday than you did in any other start this year. Was that a plan going in, or was that an adjustment you made as the game went on? Kind of just as the game went on, I, I felt really good with everything going into the start. Hadn't really shown much of first pitch sliders or, or, or quality change-ups my first six, seven starts. So anytime you have a chance to, to keep some pitches in your back pocket or, or be able to work on pitches that aren't quite there and then bust them out in key, in key situations with some of their lefties, have been have been pretty good. Uh, it was good timing for everything to come together, and and uh, hopefully it, it continues to to progress and get better. How much fun is it pitching in this rotation? I mean, it seems like night after night, whether it's you, whether it's Verlander, whether it's Garrett Cole, somebody's doing something really special. Honestly, it feels like there could be something special going on every night. As a baseball fan myself, that that makes the game more fun, just because you get to watch your counterparts, your your colleagues go at it. At, you know, once every five days is, is their only time to shine. So with the amount of work guys put in and our staff, one through five, it, it, it's amazing to watch um, guys go out and execute pitches. And, and hopefully, um, hopefully it's something will happen really special by the time the end of the year happens. Taking on the Angels uh, this week in Anaheim and Shohei Otani with the Angels. He pitched yesterday, so not going to see him on the mound, but he's likely to be DH for a couple of these games. Could you imagine doing what he's doing, pitching and hitting? I think we all would like to do it. It's just a matter of this is the best competition in the world. So um, if he can continue to do it, that's off to him, and I think that's going to open up a lot of opportunities um, for guys in the future. Um, But... It, the, the book is still open. It's, it's, it's a tough league. I mean, yeah. it's the best league in the, in the world. Yeah, he's, he's young enough. Uh, I, he's talented. He could, he could do it, but it's just a matter of, of getting repetition, getting practice in, and, and, and executing game plans, both hitting and pitching. Dallas Keuchel, thanks so much for joining us. Continued success. Thank you. The Houston Astros Radio Network. One of the most dominating performances we've ever seen for a Houston Astro. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. Garrett Cole with a masterpiece. This is the Houston Astros.